Hey, Calvary family, this is Pastor Michael Grove here on the Bible Reading app. Here we are in the month of August. Today is the 26th, and we are reading through the Bible in a year. We are in the book of 1 Chronicles, and today we are starting in chapter 12. These were the men who came to David at Ziklag, while he was banished from the presence of Saul, son of Cush. They were among the warriors who helped him in battle. They were armed with bows and were able to shoot arrows or to sling stones right-handed or left-handed. They were relatives of Saul from the tribe of Benjamin, Ahizer the chief and Joash the sons of Shemaiah the Gibeathite, Jeziel and Pelet the sons of Asmaveth, Barakah, Jehu the Anathathite, and Ishmaiah the Gibeonite, a mighty warrior among the thirty who was lead of the thirty, Jeremiah Jehaziel, Johanna, Josabad the Gederathite, Eluzai, Jeremoth, Bealiah, Shemariah, and Shephathiah, the Harufite, Elkanah, Ishiah, Azarel, Joazer, and Jashoabim, the Korathites, and Joella and Zebadiah, the sons of Jerohoam, from Gedor. Some Gadites defected to David at his stronghold in the wilderness. They were brave warriors, ready for battle, and able to handle the shield and spear. Their faces were the faces of lions, and they were as swift as gazelles in the mountains. Ezer was the chief, Obadiah the second in command, Eliab the third, Mishmana the fourth, Jeremiah the fifth, Atai the sixth, Eliel the seventh, Johanna the eighth, Elzabad the ninth, Jeremiah the tenth, and Machbani the eleventh. The Gadites were army commanders. The least was a match for a hundred, and the greatest for a thousand. It was they who crossed the Jordan in the first month when it was overflowing all its banks. And they put to flight everyone living in valleys to the east and to the west. Other Benjamites and some men from Judah also came to David in his stronghold. David went out to meet them and said to them, If you have come to me in peace to help, I am ready for you to join me. But if you have come to betray me to my enemies when my hands are free from violence, may the God of our ancestors see it and judge you. Then the Spirit came on Amasai, chief of the thirty, and he said, We are yours, David. We are with you, son of Jesse. Success, success to you, and success to those who help you, for your God will help you. So David received them and made them leaders in his raiding bands. Some of the tribe of Manasseh defected to David when he went with the Philistines to fight against Saul. He and his men did not help the Philistines because, after consultation, their rulers sent him away. They said, It will cost us our heads if he deserts to his master Saul. When David went to Ziklag, these were the men of Manasseh who defected to him. Adna, Josabad, Jedeal, Michael, Josabad, Elihu, and Zelathai, leaders of units of a thousand in Manasseh. They helped David against raiding bands, for all of them were brave warriors, and they were commanders in his army. Day after day, men came to help David, until he had a great army like the army of God. These are the numbers of men armed for battle who came to David at Hebron to turn Saul's kingdom over to him, as the Lord had said. From Judah, carrying shield and spear, 6,800 armed for battle. From Simeon, 
Warriors Ready for Battle, 7,100. From Levi, 4,600, including Jehoiada, leader of the family of Aaron, with 3,700 men. And Zadok, a brave young warrior, with 22 officers from his family. From Benjamin, Saul's tribe, 3,000, most of whom had remained loyal to Saul's house until then. From Ephraim, brave warriors, famous in their own clans, 20,800. From half the tribe of Manasseh, designated by name to come and make David king, 18,000. From Issachar, men who understood the times and knew what Israel should do, 200 chiefs with all their relatives under their command. From Zebulun, experienced soldiers prepared for battle with every type of weapon to help David with undivided loyalty. 50,000. From Naphtali, 1,000 officers, together with 37,000 men carrying shields and spears. From Dan, ready for battle, 28,600. From Asher, experienced soldiers prepared for battle, 40,000. And from east of the Jordan, from Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, armed with every type of weapon, 120,000. All these were fighting men who volunteered to serve in the ranks. They came to Hebron fully determined to make David king over all Israel. All the rest of the Israelites were also of one mind to make David king. The men spent three days there with David, eating and drinking, for their families had supplied provisions for them. Also, their neighbors from as far away as Issachar, Zebulun, and Naphtali came bringing food on donkeys, camels, mules, and oxen. There were plentiful supplies of flour, fig cakes, raisin cakes, wine, olive oil, cattle, and sheep, for there was joy in Israel. 1 Chronicles chapter 13 David conferred with each of his officers, the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds. He then said to the whole assembly of Israel, If it seems good to you, and if it is the will of the Lord our God, let us send word far and wide to the rest of our people throughout the territories of Israel, and also to the priests and Levites who are with them in their towns in pasture lands, to come and join us. Let us bring the ark of our God back to us, for we did not inquire of it during the reign of Saul. The whole assembly agreed to do this, because it seemed right to all the people. So David assembled all Israel, from the Seor River in Egypt to Libo Hamath, to bring the Ark of God from Kiriath-Jerim. David and all Israel went to Bealah of Judah, Kiriath-Jerim, to bring up from there the Ark of God the Lord, who is enthroned between the cherubim, the Ark that is called by the name. They moved the Ark of God from Abinadab's house on a new cart, with Uzzah and Ahio guiding it. David and all the Israelites were celebrating with all their might before God, with songs and with harps, lyres, timbrels, cymbals, and trumpets. When they came to the threshing floor of Kidon, Uzzah reached out his hand to steady the ark, because the oxen stumbled. The Lord's anger burned against Uzzah, and he struck him down because he had put his hand on the ark, so he died there before God. Then David was angry because the Lord's wrath had broken out against Uzzah. And to this day, that place is called Perez Uzzah. David was afraid of God that day and asked, How can I ever bring the ark of God to me? He did not take the ark to be with him in the city of David. Instead, 
he took it to the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. The ark of God remained with the family of Obed-Edom in his house for three months, and the Lord blessed his household and everything he had. 1 Chronicles chapter 14 Now Hiram, king of Tyre, sent messengers to David, along with cedar logs, stonemasons, and carpenters, to build a palace for him. And David knew that the Lord had established him as king over Israel, and that his kingdom had been highly exalted for the sake of his people Israel. In Jerusalem, David took more wives and became the father of more sons and daughters. These are the names of the children born to him there, Shamua, Shobab, Nathan, Solomon, Ibhar, Elishu, Elpalet, Nogah, Nepheg, Japhiah, Elishima, Bealida, and Eliphalet. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all Israel, they went up in full force to search for him, but David heard about it and went out to meet them. Now the Philistines had come and raided the valley of Rephaim. So David inquired of God, Should I go and attack the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hands? The Lord answered him, Go, I will deliver them into your hands. So David and his men went up to Baal Perizim, and there he defeated them. He said, As waters break out, God has broken out against my enemies by my hand. So that place was called Baal Perizim. The Philistines had abandoned their gods there, and David gave orders to burn them in the fire. Once more, the Philistines raided the valley. So David inquired of God again, and God answered him, Do not go directly after them, but circle around them and attack them in front of the poplar trees. As soon as you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the poplar trees, move out to battle, because that will mean God has gone out in front of you to strike the Philistine army. So David did as God commanded him, and they struck down the Philistine army all the way from Gibeon to Gezer. So David's fame spread throughout every land, and the Lord made all the nations fear him. This concludes the reading for today. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. So let's talk about David at Abinadab's house. So as they are taking the Ark of the Covenant from Abinadab's house, the oxen that is pulling the new cart stumbles, and as it stumbles, Yuza reaches out and touches the Ark in order to keep it from falling, and God strikes him dead. It says that David was angry and that he was afraid of God. He was angry because he realized what had happened. And what is it that really happened? Well, they mishandled the things of God. See, they all would have known that God had a very specific way for the Ark of the Covenant to be moved. And yet David builds a new cart and puts the Ark on it, instead of carrying it with the poles the way it was designed. And because they didn't handle the Ark of God the way it was designed to be handled, God showed them the cost of this. You see, I think it's so easy for us to become so comfortable with the things of God that we don't fully respect them the way they were designed to be respected. It might look like going to church and then just doing it as a duty and not thinking about the fact that you're there to worship God with a collective group of other believers. It might be reading this word and not realizing these are the words of God that were written down so that we could understand him. There's so many things that it might be for us. 
But if we stop respecting the things of God properly, we will start mishandling it. And before long, we will be so off track that God has to get our attention one way or the other. So don't mishandle the things of God. Treat them with the respect they deserve. Put the things of God above everything else in your life and then honor them. And if you do, God will honor you. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless. Thank you.